Thanks for finding our podcast, Keep Questioning. At Keep Questioning, we explore topics related to societal change, group dynamics, leadership, music, and especially God's love and impact on our lives. We encourage you to look at life from a new angle, ask questions, seek personal growth, and prove you can think. Learn more about this podcast at our website, novatropus.com, where you can also learn about our books. Now here's Ted and Carolyn Katranis with today's podcast. Hello, this is Carolyn, and this is episode four of Keep Questioning. Today's title is Christmas, so we're going to cover a lot of different things about Christmas. We're recording this on Christmas Eve, and we're going to talk about a little bit about the history of Christmas, some things that we like about Christmas, and also we want to spend a little bit of time answering some general questions about Christmas, music, movies, things like that. We like Christmas movies. We do like Christmas movies. Yes. <laughs> we enjoy Christmas a lot, too. Also, um, we like Christmas music a lot. I've been listening to yes. it probably since the beginning of November. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we do play it in our house a lot. So I think um, I'm going to turn it over to Ted. He's going to give you a little bit of a history of Christmas. Okay. Thanks, Carolyn. Everybody in America, at least, knows that Christmas is a Christian festival celebrating the birth of Jesus. I think everybody knows that. People didn't always celebrate Christmas. Christmas, though. As a matter of fact, the early Christians really didn't. It wasn't a very important holiday. Early on, the Roman emperors uh, really tried to persecute and get rid of the Christians. There were a few emperors that were terrible to the Christians and the Jews, and a couple of them even outright tried to eliminate all the Christians, got rid of documents, lots of books were burned, and then a guy named Constantine came along. I think you've heard of him, right, Constantine, Carolyn? Yes, I have. Emperor Constantine, around uh, 313 AD, he makes an edict called the Edict of Milan, and he uh, allows Christianity to exist. I don't want to go into it as an apologetics uh, discussion here. There are a lot of other people that can go into it deeply, but Constantine, was he really a true believer or not? We don't really know, but he believed enough to get uh, Christianity, give Christianity a green light. So I just want everybody to understand that in the beginning, Christianity did not look at Christmas as the major holiday. I think it has always been Easter. And Carolyn, would you think of Easter as more important now yourself? Yeah, I know that Easter is obviously when we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. So ultimately, that is the Christian holiday that makes Christianity what it is. But Christmas is also the beginning of it because it's when Jesus was born Mm -hmm. as human form. Yeah, And uh, we don't know exactly when Jesus was born. We know that there were uh, some Christian church leaders as far back as A.D. 221 uh, that started to list December 25th. Uh, That might not have been much more than a guess at the time. I'm okay with that, though. This isn't critical that we know the exact date. It wasn't in the Bible like that. And I don't think God ever wanted us to worship the date or to worship statues or images. He wants us to have a relationship with him. So having that date kind of gives us something to look forward to. Yes. It, it, it may not be like we don't think the exact date, but it's a good time for it. Yeah. And it gives us something to celebrate and look forward to in the winter, yeah. for us at least. <laughs> exactly. Some people think it might have been in spring, but I'm okay with it. And some people point out that It's just uh, stealing of some of the pagan solstice festivals 
And yeah, people might have repurposed things. I, I think uh, we often repurpose things. A lot of the great hymns of the church were basically repurposed barroom songs. So we took that uh, melody and changed it to something that really uplifted people. So that's okay if we repurpose a festival. And and yeah, everybody I think has heard about gift giving and and uh, the story of the man who wanted to give gifts. And this isn't a bad thing. This is a good thing. I think it's a it's a good thing. We've all learned about a man named Saint Nick. Yeah, we yeah. know about him. And we've heard a little <laughs> bit about the Santa Claus stories, how they developed through the years. But people don't start to give gifts because they have hate in their heart. There must be something good in their heart. I you, think so. Yeah, you give a gift because you, you want to show love. You want to show love. So you that's show not someone a bad that you thing. care about them. And yes, we all know that there's some modern poetry and TV shows and children's songs that have had a lot to do with our experiences of Christmas. Like Rudolph? Like Rudolph. I love Rudolph. I don't mind. Does it answer one of the questions earlier for later on it if might. I say Rudolph? <laughs> it might. And, and I really don't mind if we want to have fun. Whenever anybody has something really good in their life, they want to have fun. The truth of the love of Christ is really out there. It's available. We're looking at Christmas from a, from a good standpoint that this is a good gift. It would be good for you to have more knowledge than what just plain old History Channel can give you, and uh, you'd want to go on from there and really find out the truth. So we got a number of questions now. I think you have some questions there, don't you, Carolyn? Yeah, I do. Christ came for peace. We know about that. We talk about love, joy, and peace at Christmas time. But what is peace? What is peace? Yes. What it, is real peace? Peace, I don't think... In the Bible, they were talking about people just putting their guns down and not shooting. I don't think so. Because you, you can stop doing mean things and still have hate in your heart. And uh, I think they're talking about the kind of peace in which you have a real lasting peace that nobody can steal from you. Peace with God, real peace. And you're not frustrated anymore. You're not locked in being forced to do the things you hate anymore. You're not forced to hate people. For once in your life, you actually can have peace and love and know the person who actually is love himself. So how do you do that? How do you do that? Yeah. Christmas is about a person. And I think that's what you and I want everybody to know today. Christmas isn't about all of the gifts. Those things are great. All the Christmas spirit is great. But Christmas is really about a person, Jesus. And Jesus is the peace. Having a relationship with Jesus is what Christmas and what real peace are all about. You've heard people talk about peace on earth, goodwill to men, and joy and peace at Christmas time. Do you think everybody really knows what that means? I don't think so. I think they have an idea what they think it means, and they know it's part of a song, a lot of different songs. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot. some people have an idea, some people don't. And they want to know more, maybe. And I think that's maybe part of the reason why Christmas time is something that people look forward to, at least a lot of people look forward to, because they are secretly longing maybe all year long for, for more something. joy in their hearts, more peace. And sometimes Christmas time can bring that to them. An opportunity. An opportunity. Yes. Maybe an event that they mm -hmm. go to that makes them feel like happier or more joyful. Mm -hmm. So... We have That's an opportunity here to know the person behind the Christmas. So we have this Santa Claus guy. Do you think Santa's bad? Because I know some parents 
wonder, <laughs> should I tell my kids about Santa Claus? Shouldn't I tell my kids about Santa Claus? I don't think Santa's bad. I know we were watching Miracle on 34th Street the yes. other night, and one of the big things in that movie is how the little girl doesn't really believe in Santa Claus, and she's really young. She wants to, And though. she wants to. So mm-hmm. I don't think that the idea of Santa Claus is bad. I think it can be overblown a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. You have to know where as a parent There's a line. to say, okay, we're going a little bit too far. And you also... Uh, when you're telling them about Santa, you're telling them something to have fun. And you have to keep it at that. You don't want to bring them to a point where you're going to frustrate them. But I'm okay with it. And I think Santa is, it's, it's in something, it's, it started with something good. Yeah. It started with love and giving gifts right. and giving something, uh, people something to look forward to and something to almost aspire to. Not to be Santa, but to be good and... Yeah. Try to love and be nice to people, I guess. Mm-hmm. I have a Santa suit. I know. I've seen it. I've worn it on several occasions. I've even <laughs> worn it when I was a school teacher. And uh, so I, I don't mind Santa. What, what about this year, 2020? 2020. Yeah. I know, Chris, this year, there's a lot of things. So There's a lot of and things. And people talk about science and how much we are supposedly learning. So is Christmas really still useful in the year 2020, do you oh, think, Oh, yeah. Oh, I... Pfft course it is mm-hmm. always because christmas is for lack of a better way of saying it it's a happy time each year mm-hmm. yep and i'm quoting a song and you probably know what song i'm quoting <laughs> yes. i won't say it <laughs> but very, it's a happy popular. time each year yeah. singing yes laughing the air is filled with cheer <laughs> if you get rid of those times in the year where we intentionally focus ourselves on thankfulness like thanksgiving or when we intentionally are enabling ourselves to be happy and have peace with other people, then what do you have left? All you have left is your anger. So it's good. It's a, it's a way to restart your heart. Some people need something to look forward to in the winter. I know I'm talking about the winter, but some people, like when it starts to get cold, it's almost like they can be down and Christmas mm-hmm. gives them that little bit yes. of a lift mm-hmm. to kind of keep them going um, through certain times of the year yep. that maybe they don't like as much or look forward to. What about saying Merry Christmas? I think Merry Christmas is important. I've heard people say that maybe we should say Happy Holidays instead. I've, everybody I've has their Facebook. own opinion on that, I think. Yeah, everybody has an opinion. And I've even seen people on Facebook almost seem angry about the idea of saying Merry Christmas. And I've seen bumper, bumper stickers that say coexist. They want everybody to live in peace together. But Peace isn't a bad thing. It just depends how you come about it. And how can you have peace if you don't have, really know what love is? If you get rid of the person who gave us love and peace, then how can you really have love and peace? It just seems that if you, if somebody wants to celebrate Christmas, put up some lights and say Merry Christmas. If you don't want to celebrate it, go in your house and be cranky. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, I, um, I wanted to ask you, so I know you talk about the Christmas spirit. So yes. what if what about not feeling the Christmas spirit? I wanted you to talk a little bit oh, about you know that because I like your take on this. Yeah. You know, over the years, I've heard people say from time to time, I just don't hear the Christmas spirit. I remember my mother, uh, she has died and she was a wonderful lady, but I remember her from time to time would say, I just don't feel the Christmas spirit. And I've heard people say, I don't know about putting up decorations. I just don't feel it this year. And it occurred to me a long time ago that there is no magical thing called the Christmas spirit. It's not like the ghost of Christmas past. (laughs) No, it's not like that at all. The Christmas spirit is something we do. It's just like love. There's no mystical thing of love that you feel. Love is a verb. It's what you do. 
the Christmas spirit is those things you do. If you don't feel the Christmas spirit, put up some decorations. You're probably going to enjoy it. Put on a Hallmark movie. I know everybody makes fun of them. Put on some a Christmas tree and put some lights on it. I spent some years single, as I mentioned in a previous uh, podcast, and I didn't necessarily always want to put up decorations. I didn't know how I felt about it. But then I realized that when I put them up, I felt better. And yeah, that'll help because yeah. a little, any little bit that you do is going to help you because like you said, there's no magical Christmas spirit that just flies in and goes, whoop, here it is. Yeah. Every little thing that you do is going to increase your motivation mm-hmm. to do the next thing. Could Christmas spirit, Carolyn, be helping another person out who doesn't have the, the income to have Christmas? Yeah, I think that's a big thing. I know, like for me, um, I like to help out with Toys for Tots. That's something that um, we do. Because not everybody has as much as other people. Not everybody can afford Christmas Not everyone can afford Christmas the same way. And it's always a good idea to be mindful of that and help out where you can. I know that's something that people do. They're more generous at Christmas, and I think it's a good thing. Deliver turkeys. Or maybe help a person put up a Christmas uh, decoration around their house. Or maybe just simply walking down the street or at the store and saying, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Or when I a noticed pers- you do that, and yeah. I, I like that. People look over. People feel good about that. Or if somebody says Merry Christmas to you, nod at them. It makes them feel good when they were recognized for it. You know, you could maybe, if you haven't gone to church, go to church. These things are the Christmas things that we do. Maybe you don't have the money to buy some things, but I'll bet you can make something. A few more questions on this before we go on here to another topic. We have a number of different topics of questions. What do you feel about decorations? Do you like them? Oh, I love decorations. So uh, (laughs) are we trying to keep up with, say, Faith Ford on the Hallmark movies? I don't know. We were working on that. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're getting there. So we're not trying to compete, but... We, we, enjoy. Uh, we enjoy Christmas decorations around here. <laughs> <laughs> now, I do. I know you do, too. <laughs> I want to switch gears here a little bit before we go into our personal memorable Christmases, because I want to make sure that we don't skip over something. I want to make sure that everybody knows what happened at the first Christmas. Do you just want yeah, to say a couple that. things about that, Carolyn? Yeah, I would. So on the first Christmas, Jesus was born. Yeah. So you have Mary and Joseph. And we know that an angel spoke to both of them. And we know they had to go to Bethlehem. To be registered. To be registered at that time. And this is well documented. We know that Mary gave birth to Jesus when they were in Bethlehem. Either in a cave or a stable. It wasn't in in a room because there was no room for them Mm -hmm. at the the inn. So they had to be somewhere outside, either in in or a stable. Very humble beginnings. Very humble. For a person who would be the king... You know, the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And manger was the first king-size bed. Yes, first king-size bed. That's I heard very that well put. at a church the other day, <laughs> and I, I found that very, I liked it. How about the wise it. men? They were looking for a star, but we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. We, don't, we don't think that they were actually there on that first Christmas night. No, probably not. And they might not have seen a huge star. It might have been something a little smaller. And they probably something unusual though that caught yes. their attention. And these wise men were people who probably were out of the same vein of thinking as a guy named Daniel, because Daniel was one of the chiefs of the wise men uh, many years before, and so they probably knew something about God through the teachings of Daniel. So they came to Jerusalem 
looking for this king, as it says in Isaiah and in Daniel. Jesus is born. Who's Jesus to you, Carolyn? Well, Jesus is the Son of God, and he's the one who saved me. He is my friend. You know, I, I heard a, a couple sayings. Robbie Zacharias, uh, I love the man. I know he recently died, but he has often talked about truth and knowing truth. And he, uh, I'll paraphrase something he said, can you really know what truth is and peace is without knowing the loving God behind truth and peace? Now, there's a saying. They say it's better to give than to receive. Is that true? I think it's true because for me, the thing I love the most about Christmas is giving the gifts. I think Ted can mm-hmm. attest to the fact that yep. <laughs> I love I love to buy gifts. He does, and it feels and good. And I just it? I love watching the look on people's mm-hmm. faces when they open the gifts and the happiness that it yes. brings them. And absolutely the the excitement, especially because I have a couple nieces and a couple nephews of what they're going to do with the, the gift. And it just it gets me excited. Sometimes I feel like a kid. So for me, I, I love giving. Can you mention anything about a memorable Christmas for you? Yeah, I have a, a couple memorable Christmases. I know there was one that was different because I remember there was one that fell on a Sunday when I was still a kid. And usually we would like do our stockings in the morning and then we would dive right into presents. I think we would read, I know we would read the Christmas story. We would sometimes have breakfast, but this one, it was on a Sunday. So hmm. we went to church first and then we opened up our presents mm-hmm. and it was kind of a hard thing when you're a kid yep. to wait that Gotta long. Wait. But I remember yeah. something about it just felt memorable, I guess, Rather because just digging into everything. it was, it, it lasted longer, yep. I guess. When you just dig into everything, open up those presents, then it's over. You take your time. I, I can remember this Christmas, uh, I think about it comically, because when I was younger, people used to joke about, if you're bad, all you'll get is a bag of coal and an onion. <laughs> and it was one morning we woke up, and sure enough, my dad had, underneath the Christmas tree, a bag of coal and an onion for my older brother. Uh-oh, John he must have been so, bad. But they didn't wait too long, they brought it out, so <laughs> we, we weren't sitting there crying for a while, but I remember that. That's funny, I like that story. What are some things you like <laughs> to do at Christmas? Oh, I love to watch the Christmas movies so much. Do you have any favorites? Um, I think my favorite, ultimate favorite, at least in this regard, is A Muppet Christmas oh, Carol. Oh, yes. You introduced that to me, <laughs> and I have to admit that is a very well done Christmas I, it's Carol. It's my favorite. I also like the George C. Scott Christmas Carol. It's a Wonderful Life. I love that show. Rudolph? Uh, yep. I do like Rudolph. The I, Santa I Claus. I like that one a lot, too. I like the Santa Claus. I had never <laughs> seen, believe it or not, Polar Express until last year. That's a good one, too. See, I and have a I, lot of favorite Christmas like movies. It. Yeah, there are a lot of Christmas movies, and I don't mind saying that Hallmark does make some pretty good Christmas movies also. They do. So uh, there are a lot of good things to see out there. Are there any Christmas movies you really don't like too much? I don't know, because usually I don't watch them, I guess. Yeah, you don't so watch them. I, I don't really... You just stay away. I don't really have one, How I about guess. music? What do you like? Oh, my word. I love Evie. Yeah, Evie. <laughs> Come on, ring those bells. Evie is one of my favorites. Michael W. Smith does yeah, great Christmas one. albums. I do like uh, Amy Grant's Christmas Amy also. Grant's along good with too. Those. And uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Yeah. Uh, I like the older stuff. Uh, you know, you, you you can't get enough of Andy Williams. I was just going to say, Andy Williams. Uh, you know, a lot Bing of those. Crosby. Oh, my goodness. You just got to mm. have those people. White Christmas. We didn't talk about that one with a movie. Yes. That well, is great. That's a wonderful movie. If you haven't seen White Christmas, please say, sing it. I hadn't seen White Christmas until two years ago, and I was like, what have I been missing? How about Burl Ives? Do you like him? I like Burl Ives. Oh, you got it. You got to hear his music. So there's a lot of good stuff out there. Uh, You know, uh, Christmas is a wonderful time. 
if you don't know a lot about it, it's out there. You know, God loves us. He loves you. And Christmas time is a good time. We're going to bring this to a conclusion here. And we just want to encourage everybody to just think about doing something for Christmas. So Christmas, it does not involve any one nationality, language, race, or socioeconomic status. It's a free offer to all of love, real peace, and a relationship with God. Knowing is forcing you. It is free. And that is what Christmas is all about. You know, Jesus, the Christ and Son, brought us love. And he gave us this possibility that we're not being forced to take. A possibility of fellowship with God. I'm really thankful for that. I know that life isn't perfect, the country isn't perfect, but I like to take time each year to remember the birth of the only one who really loves us, and he has his hands out all the time. There's a lot of tragedy and anger and bitterness and fear and jealousy in people's lives that can keep us away from good things, but the love of God is always there. So I just encourage you to spend a little bit of an open-hearted time thinking about that. So yeah, just like Ted said, just spend some time honest time with yourself this year and make sure you ask Jesus to reveal himself to you. And have a Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas, everybody. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Keep Questioning. You can find more information about this podcast and our books at our website, novatropos.com. That's N-O-V-A-T-R-O-P-O-S dot com. We want you to always strive for truth, growth, and God's love in your life. And always, keep questioning.